Hello, everybody, and happy Saturday. And this is our second episode of the Saturday Spotlight. This is the first one is going to be by itself. The first one was with Kurt Angle, and we did that immediately after Money in the Bank. But, um, but yeah, today is going to be all about Hulk Hogan joining me. The breeze. How are you, man? No one won. How is everyone? So yeah, um, Hulk Hogan, man, like he he was something special. Where do I even start with Hulk Hogan? Um. Well, I found something from the sports that I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, okay, Ten more. Ten more outrageous lies Hulk Hogan has said. Number ten, he was with Kerry Von Erich before his death. Claiming to be one of the last people to see the guy to see a guy before death is pretty wild. Yet among his stories of 93, Hogan claiming he sat on a plane to Japan next to Terry in February. Just 72 hours later, Von Erich took his own life. The problem with the tale is Terry's last match was in Dallas uh, six days beforehand, giving he was facing possible arrest on various charges, Kerry flying to Japan made no sense. So why would Hogan claim he was die before his tragic end is confusing? Yep. Yeah, that that made no sense. Yeah, it made no sense whatsoever. Number nine, he once fought pride, pride Fighters. So, uh, so, yeah. Number eight, he wanted to turn heel in 1990. I mean, he kind of did with the interview, so. He, well, it says uh, for that one, I will add uh, more context to that one. That. The the article says everyone knows Hogan's epic heel turn, the heel turn in '96, changed the entire business. Yet he claims he wanted to do it six uh, years earlier in a twenty uh, like twenty twenty one podcast. Hogan says he pitched the idea that after he lost to Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania six. Hogan would hand the belt over, then turn heel and attack Warrior. He like, he even he said he would even been Triple H Hogan and made in a major heel turn, but Vince vetoed it. While it was a fun idea, it's hard to imagine Hogan. Then 
would have been uh, been okay stopping before the beloved hero. So this is revisionist history. I mean, there's no way Superman would have to heal because he was, first of all, too popular with, you know, singing prayer, taking vitamins. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I can see why Vince McMahon freaking vetoed that. You know. Probably for the same reason why um, why Tina uh, didn't really turn heel because that because of uh, that same reason. Yeah. Just by like way too. I mean, um, I mean, he eventually did turn heel. Yeah, but like people wanted another heel turn for Cena. Yeah. But, but uh, anyways, staying on topic of Hulk Hogan, uh, number seven is the uh, Japan shoot. Um, number six. WWE merchandising was his idea. Um, Number five, he got a make a wish kid to show to a show he wasn't on. Number four, he wrote his own movie scripts. Number uh, three, if that's true, then I can see why they're all shite. Uh, let me just see. I'll, write, I'll write. I'll write that. Like, I'll read that one since you that caught your eye. Uh, that uh, someone would actually take credit for things like Mister Nanny or Santa with muscles seem crazy, but Hogan is trying. Well, his movie career was barely B list. Hogan is. Like Hogan kept trying with those uh, two horrible comedies. His autobiography, Hogan claims, each movie has a mess of scripts, so basically uh, rewrote them himself. However, he wasn't a full writer. The uh, Screenwriters Guild of America refused to give Hogan any credit. No one has backed this up, and unlikely the guild would do this. But maybe they're happy letting Hogan claim he wrote these flops. Yeah, I mean, Suburban Commando, Mr. Lanny, you know, oh shit, movie. Well, those Santa two I muscles. those two I never seen, but Santa with muscles I did, and that was and that was horrible too. All his movies are horrible. Even though whole body was horrible, I've seen all his movies. All his movies are crap. Fun little fact about Santa with Muscles is that that was actually the very first movie 
that uh, Mila Kunis was in. Shut up, Meg. So moving on, number three, he could play. He could have played for the Yankees. Mm. Maybe. Could that Hogan played a little base, like uh, uh, played baseball in little league, and, and then in high school. The, that's a a matter of record, but to hear him. Saying he could be in the MLB Hall of Fame and not WWE, he like, he claims he was scouted by both the Yankees and the Reds until a broken arm ended his major league hopes. He and then did. it says neither the Yankees nor the Reds had. Reds have ever claimed to have scouted Hogan. And and you think they'd be boasting about a connection to him. Yeah, exactly. But can you imagine though? Uh no, I can't. Okay, if he if he did go into baseball, I probably would never even heard of him then. Yeah, probably. My most actually, I probably say most likely not for me because I didn't really follow baseball, and I doubt that he would. He would probably re like. I doubt he would reach the like the caliber of like people like Babe Ruth, where everybody knows him. Yeah. I wonder what position he would play. I have no idea. I like this. Yeah, I I have no idea. Yeah. Anyways, number two, the Undertaker almost broke his neck. In number one, he was the first to praise Kevin Owens. He was the first to what? Kevin Owens praise him. Play him? Yeah, basically uh, give him compliments that. and stuff. He said, like, this article says in 2016, Owens was establishing himself as a truth star in WWE, a champion, a terrific worker, and shining well with his skills. This was after a solid decade of work in the Indies, including ROH champion. So, just imagine the gut of Hogan to openly declare that there, after that, after seeing Owens' first two matches in NXT, I want, there's a brother that got heat. Everybody I I talked to in WWE wasn't real high on him. Like I was, I said, no, no. I'm telling you, give this guy a chance to get over. He'll grind. Keep in mind, Hogan was on the outs of WWE 
when Owens uh, was uh, debuting. So the idea that that anyone would listen to him on a on a guy already established as an indie like darling is laughable. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think. I mean, I went back and been watching a lot of old all eight shit, and he was pretty over. I have to take your word for that. I've never seen any ROH stuff with Owen. Um, so, so, anyhow, um, Hulk Hogan got his, um, Hulk Hogan got his start in the AWA, and then Vince McMahon scouted him to become the WWF, and then the rest was history. Um, I remember watching his match against Andre the Giant during WrestleMania, and then uh, I used to love. And I, I mean, Hulk Hogan was the man back then. Um, I used to watch his cartoon every Saturday morning, or his cartoon every Saturday morning. Um, every time I played a video game, I was always Hulk Hogan. He like he was the shit. It's surprisingly enough, on on um on uh like staying on uh, the Sportster, I found another article published two days ago, ranking every Hulk Hogan WWE feud from the nineties. I ranked uh, worst to best, and shockingly enough. The the man that put him like arguably on the map, Andre the Giant, is actually not mentioned in this article. I'm shocked. I'm honestly yeah. shocked because I, I'm shocked too. Andre to put him on the map. Him and him and uh, him and uh, Master Man. Yeah, and Macha is actually not mentioned on this either. I'm shocked that Macha's not even mentioned. So here's like here's uh, what they say. Number eight, Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, yeah, Slaughter. Uh, number seven, The Undertaker. Uh, what's that? WrestleMania? Um, uh, according to to this, it says that the rivalry stopped after this uh, Tuesday in Texas as the title would be vacated. And fought for the '92 Royal Rumble. So I would probably say no, but I wouldn't doubt it if Hogan and and Undertaker did fight at WrestleMania in the past. Number six is uh, Money Inc. Who? 
Money Inc. Don't know who the hell that is. Ted DiBiase and IRS. Ah, now you know who that is. Yes. Uh, number five is like Sid Justice. Really? Number four is. Sin. Number four is Yokozuna. Uh, I remember that. I remember that actually. It was uh, they fought on some kind of battleship. I don't know if you remember it, but I think it was one of the WrestleMania. Um, let me look it up. While you're doing that, number three is Earthquake. Number two is Mr. Perfect. And number one is Ultimate Warrior. Oh, yes. Going like, I don't know. Um, probably heard Ultimate Warrior didn't like him. Boss Man didn't like him. Um, well, I'm not surprised with, um, with with Mach at all because um, I know that uh, when Mach uh, released a, a rap album, yeah. he actually um, t- like, titled a song called "Be a Man," which is you know uh, bashing Hulk Hogan. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. They had a love-hate relationship. It was with me and nine. That's what it was. It was Yokozuna versus Hulk Hogan at with me and nine. Okay. So, um... Here are... In a movie database... Thing is uh, Hulk Hogan's top twenty movies. I think they, I think it is. I don't. No, me, I don't think he did twenty movies. I mean, well, let let's see number. Let's see, uh, Gremlins 2, the new batch. Now it's just a cameo. Well, he is in it, so... It, but it's only a cameo. What's it like a Hogan movie? Number... Let's see, like, uh, Rocky 3... I can't feel believe you never saw Rocky three. Three and four were the best. Mm, um, the like Muppets from Space. Uh, again, I think that was just a cameo, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just a cameo. Gnome and Juliet. Again, Never heard of that one. Here we go. Uh, Thunder and Paradise. That was a shitty TV show. 
and it sucked because I remember watching it right after WCW. I think it was Thursday Night Thunder. It was on after. Yeah, I think it was on after on Thursday Night Thunder after Thursday Night Thunder every. And I remember watching it and I said, oh man, this show sucks. Never seen it. Uh, so, like, like, uh, Suburban Commando. That movie was horrible. It was about an alien played by Hulk Hogan who had to live with Christopher Lloyd. Uh, that movie did have one of my favorite lines. The line was, by Christopher Lloyd, he said, I was floating today. Still cracks me up. No, ho- no Holds Barred, 1989. That was with uh, Tiny Seuss Liston. And that was a pretty horrible movie. Trust me. By Hard, 1996. Again, cameo. Uh, Thunder in Paradise 3, 1995. Yeah, again, it was a, a, a spit off from his shitty TV show. Thunder in Paradise 2. So apparently, two is like was that better than than three? Yeah, it depends on who you ask. Uh, by mini code. I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, stars of uh, Vicky. They have Vicky Benson, Crystal Richardson, and the like, Crystal Richardson and uh, Rosanna. Um, okay. Oh, I don't ever think I saw that one. Neither have I. It came out in 1983. It says two female adventurers travel to the Bermuda Triangle to search. After a young boy who disappeared mysteriously. Yeah, don't think I saw that. Uh, gold, like Goldie and the Bears. Uh, don't remember seeing that either. That was '84, starring Stephanie Farsi, Hulk Hogan, and Ben Davidson. Mr. Nanny. That movie sucked. Uh, Don't on Devil Island. Never saw that one. Assault on Death Mountain. Uh, The Secret Agent Club. Don't see it. Neither have I. 
the Ultimate Weapon. Nope, let me see that one. Nineteen ninety-eight. Um, another ninety-eight movie. Uh, McChinsey Island. Never seen that one. Well, apparently you haven't seen all of his movies then. Yep. You caught me. Uh, starring Hulk Hogan, Grace Jones, and Robert Vaughn. Grace Jones? Really? Yep. Um, Little Hercules in 3D. Is I don't know what to say about that movie. Um, if you want a good Hercules movie, watch the Kevin Sobo show. And then this one, that which I've actually seen, Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. Okay, the only good thing in the movie was the first one. That one was just made for to make money. What? Um, the second and third one. Of what? Uh, Three, Three Ninjas? Ninjas? Yeah. Um, me, personally, my favorite of the Three Ninjas movies was uh, Three Ninjas Strikes Back, the second one. Uh, Where they go to Japan. I actually, I remember watching, uh, as a kid, my mom took me to, to us to drive in to see that. It was... I remember watching it at the drive and I remember thinking, wow. I was actually... I remember. Remember, I wasn't. I don't think I was paying attention to the movie more. Something else. Ah. Okay. So, moving on. Hulk Hogan had had a pretty a pretty good win loss record. Yep. According to ProFightDatabase.com, he had a total of three hundred and nineteen wins, forty draws, and one hundred and thirty four losses. On pay-per-view, he had 55 wins, 4 draws, and 30 losses. Giving him an overall total of 64% of a, of a win in the win category overall. And on pay-per-view, a 60% one point eighty percent win rate. So let's round that up to sixty two percent. Really? Yep. Um 
I remember his um I don't know if you remember but he had a feud with the rock. Yes. Um I'm wondering... I, right. Icon versus Icon, WrestleMania eighteen. What you think of that match? It was a it was a great match. I loved it. I I I think that out of anybody that he could have fought, The Rock was a great choice. I I would not have picked anybody different other than if I had to pick somebody different other than The Rock, let's say The Rock couldn't do it because he went to Hollywood. Yeah. I would probably maybe said Stone Cold then if Stone Cold was available. I would have said I would have picked Mr. Foodie Pebbles. Cena, nah. Because remember, Cena wasn't uh, around at no, that time. I think time. he won, wasn't he? Hang on, I, I actually have it. Like WrestleMania 18. Let's see. It was no like here's like the match like the match cards for WrestleMania 18. I'm looking at the DVD right now. Okay. Uh, William Regal versus Rob Van Dam. DDP versus Christian. Goldust versus Maven. Kane versus Angle. Blair versus Taker. Edge versus Booker T. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Scott Hall. Okay. Chuck and Billy versus the Hardy Boys versus APA versus the Dudley Boys. The Rock versus Hollywood Hogan. Jazz versus Lita versus Trish Stratus. And Jericho versus Triple H. Okay. Yeah, that was a pretty good match. But I, like I said, I wouldn't love to see him against maybe John Cena. Well, let's let's see. When did John Cena debut? I mean, I know that he just recently celebrated his twenty years. So, John Yeah, Cena. I don't remember. Okay, so... So, he was... So, during WrestleMania season, he was in OVW. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh. 
He didn't uh, debut on Raw until uh, June 24th. So that match would not have happened yeah. at that time. Oh, shit. Because Cena was just starting out. But yeah, I also saw an article. I I didn't read it, but I'm like, I'm glad that uh, that Hogan is saying it. He's like basically saying that he's never going to wrestle again because of like uh, he had he has too many injuries. Yeah, which, I, was, I was watching a video with him and. His back looks so screwed up. And and I'd say, you know, like Hogan is smart because he um because he knows that see, unlike Flair, he knows that he's not going to put on a, a good quality match. Yeah. And and um I've always said this. There are two types of, of athletes. You know what they are? Oh, no, when they quit and when the, those who don't go when they quit. Yes, I don't, I, I'm, I specifically say the exact words is there are those like who knows to hang it up and then there are like, ones that doesn't know how to hang it up. Yeah. And and uh, Blair apparently doesn't know how to like, how to hang it up. I mean, yeah, he has like retired in in the past, in the past, and he stayed retired for a while. But I also saw an article that is saying that that Blair they might be considering to come back, which I think it's incredibly stupid. It. Um, like I said, I grew up with, um, I grew up with Hulk Hogan, but when he went to WCW and for the end of the that was one of the biggest things that, uh, Eric Bischoff could have done. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that those who... Who uh, who were born in the seventies and eighties grew up uh, with uh, with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Um. I mean, you got ten years on me. I was born in eighty nine. I grew up in the nineties, and I mostly saw Hulk Hogan. Uh, in WCW, I didn't really catch a, a um. I didn't. I never seen him like during his eighties run. Uh, besides watching uh, a few pay per views, but but uh, I like I mostly seen him as a WCW star. 
Yeah. And and I I did catch him on his like second return to the WWE. Um I mean, he had so many. I mean, when he formed the Mega Powers, that was so great. With um, with Muscle Man. Yeah, I bet it was. But I mean, the eighties um, had a lot of he had a lot of problems in the eighties too. Um, if I probably don't remember this, but it was a steroid trial, and he spoke against Vince McMahon. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, obviously, no. because I was, uh, I, I didn't start watching wrestling until '95. Yeah, '95 is like when I started, so I. I started watching it just before um, the Attitude Era. Oh, okay. Um, you can't talk about Hulk Hogan without uh, talking about his kids and his wife. Um, his daughter... Well, first of all, you ever watch the show Hogan Goes Best? Oh, yeah. I seen that. I watched all of Hogan Knows Best, and uh, I also watched uh, Brooke Knows Best. But I didn't watch all of Brooke Knows Best, so. Um, what do you think of? Like I, I know I mentioned this yesterday, but um. You know, him and Eric Bischoff were... Actually, him, Bischoff, and Vince, Vince Russo were best buddies. Um, Vinny, I don't like Vince Russo. And going talked about this yesterday, but when he went to TNA, that was the worst thing that Hulk Hogan had done. Speaking of which, he had five matches in TNA, and he had three wins, one draw, and a loss. So, well, his very his very first match in uh, TNA. Was was the draw? Yeah, and that was on March eighth, twenty ten, and it was Abyss and Hulk Hogan versus AJ Styles and Flair. Uh, and then oh, I think that was when Flair had fortune, and which was uh supposed to be like a uh, um. Four Horsemen. Four Horsemen type Yeah. Uh, which does surprise, like, surprise me one bit because because uh, a lot of people identified Flair with the Four Horse, uh, the Four Horsemen, and he's like, "Hey, let's try to 
bring something like that back. Yeah. Um, and then his second match was on the same night against the same people, and it was a no DQ tag, and and uh, Hogan and Abyss got the pinfall victory there. Yeah, his own like his only loss. Is by submission, and it was against Sting. So if anybody to lose to, uh, Sting is probably like the best choice to to lose to. Yeah. Uh, and especially because that they they had they had history with with each other. I mean they've like they go way back since the WCW days, so as he further back to that, I believe they went back to the AWA days or WWF days. Um Hogan and, and then let's see. And then Hogan the last two matches was with um was actually the same the same match like in span of uh, two days. Uh Hogan, Storm and Sting versus Rude, Bully Ray and Angle. And they were both pinfall victories. But that really was aces and eight. Uh, not sure. Not sure. That, that was back in on January twenty sixth and January twenty seventh, twenty twelve. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as like Hulk Hogan goes. At this point of his career, this is, I would say, broken down Hulk Hogan, where where um, he like he was like near E in the gas tank at this point. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I'm going to do a fact check here on on Sting. WCW Sting. So Sting Started out in Continental Wrestling Association. He yeah. was there for a year in 85 to 86. Then he went to UWF, Universal Wrestling Federation, from 86 to 87. And then he, from 87 to 89, he was uh, in Jim Crockett Promotions slash WCW. Yep. 
see. So, so yeah, he he was uh, never in the WWF. Oh. Yeah, I didn't think he was, so that's why I wanted to do a a fact check. Yeah. So yeah, he was never in the WWF. He was in WWE, you know, but that that was pretty un, un- not very memorable. Well, I can tell you a, mo- a memorable moment is when he was feuding with the uh, Paul White at the time, and they had a Bigfoot contest, and I'm trying to remember what happened, but something happened, and Bigfoot apparently fell off the building and was presumably dead. Then later that night, he came back and wasn't dead. It was a whole. It was stupid. It was a stupid storyline. Uh, where where was this in WWE? WCW. Oh, I'm talking about WWE. Oh, like Sting had many more memorable moments in WCW. Yeah, but but in in WWE it was like oh like almost like forgettable because because I thought he was only there for like a year or two but no he was there for like six years and he only appeared like what a handful of times pretty much but this so, is about sting this is about Hulk Cohen so let's try to keep oh, I know but there. I'm, I'm talking like but I'm talking about that. Like, uh, he was, he like his WWE run was pretty forgettable. But yeah. like the whole, like the whole point of of it was, uh, they was checking to see if he was in the WWF, and he wasn't. So yeah, going back on on track here. Um, like I said, uh. Thing had still had some gas left in the tank in in uh, in TNA where Hogan didn't. Um, also, Hogan is actually five years older than Sting. Wow, I did not know that. Um. Actually, like five or six years older than Sting is, because yeah, six years actually, because um, Hogan is actually two years older than my mom. Oh, he was he was born in nineteen fifty three. So, um, so. I wonder when was the last match of Hulk Hogan. I mean, look it up. So the so the very last match of Hulk Hogan was actually the January twenty seventh, twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. So that was in in TNA with uh, 
Hulk Hogan, Jane Storm, and Sting versus Rude, Bully Ray, and Angle. So that was like his. That was his last match. So if let me ask you this: If Hulk Hogan was still wrestling today, who would you like to see him face? Oh man. Um. John Cena, I would hate to say it, but John Cena would be a good pick. Really? John Cena? Yeah. Because now like nowadays, uh like now like, like now that you know the because like when he was like when Cena was starting out Hulk Hogan was pretty much on the out. Yeah. Well, um, he was on the out for another reason, too, but I don't know if we can talk about it on this podcast. Nah, I think I know what you're talking about, and I didn't want to talk about it. Okay, let's not talk about it, then. But, uh, but he... But... Now that you know, like, yeah, like obviously Cena, like, had a tremendous uh, career, mm, big part like due to Vince McMahon. Um, Cena would definitely be be a good pick. Um, let's see. I would love, like, I probably would do. Stone like Stone Cold Steve Austin would probably like, would have been another good pick, but Stone Cold is is I would tell you too nowadays. Yeah, but um, let's see, AJ Styles like would be would be a good pick. Um, like, I I basically like, let's see probably. Uh, Drew McIntyre, maybe, probably Can- Drew. Um, basically, I would put Hogan up against like the the top guys now. Would you like to see him first in- against who? KO. Uh, I I wouldn't I say K KO is a top guy anymore. Yeah, true. It, it's unfortunate because uh KO was like it like that like was like pretty over in the beginning. Yeah. Um uh Cody Rhodes I would definitely put him up against Cody Rhodes. I think that would have been, uh, and I would have uh, like filled that as Hogan versus Rhodes, the the clash of uh, like wrestling dynasties. Yeah, maybe. Um. um because I know that Hogan 
fought his dad several times, and I thought that would have been uh, a cool full circle. Yeah, that would have been cool. Or how about uh, Hogan versus Flair one more time? He said that Flair doesn't know when the freaking retires. Um, no. And the reason why uh, that like, I would say no on that is because we've seen that. We've been there. With, like, we've done that. I would have uh, put him up against guys that that we haven't seen before uh, against Hulk Hogan. Yeah, because Hulk Hogan's a time like like if he was wrestling today, his time would be far more limited. And and um, I wouldn't waste it on matches that. That we that we have already that we are we have already seen. Yeah. So um I would have also now am I just am I just limited to WWE or or uh, can I like include like the AEW roster, like against Hulk Hogan? Mm, let's just go WWE, maybe TNA. Um, Impact. I don't think that there like there is really anybody. Can Lindsay Hogan versus maybe Abyss? Um, Abyss is not in the company anymore. I'm just saying, when Hogan was running TNA. Him and, him and, him and Mr. A. Weeks was running TNA. Uh, let's see. Have we have we seen that? Let let me look. Abyss. No, we have not seen a singles match uh, against Abyss and Hulk Hogan. We've see? seen tag team matches, but but, but what if what if he was healthy enough to eat? Did fight a bitch. Um, probably would have been a good match. Um, yeah, probably would have been a good match. I've always been a fan of Abyss, but uh, I know Abyss is um a producer now for WWE. Yep. Okay, what you remember when Hulk Hogan was a mass wrestler? Mr. America? Yeah. Yeah. You remember, what did you think of that gimmick? I liked it. Like, it kind of, uh, it fit 
Hulk Hogan's um, it fits uh, the the Hulk Hogan universe where the Hulk Hogan was a very patriotic guy back then and fast forward to to now I thought that was like a cool little loophole like back then yeah I mean where where they like Hulk Hogan you're fired and then and then out comes like Mr. America. Like, oh, it's not Hulk Hogan anymore, but it's doing Hulk Hogan things. Yeah. No, I, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought it was kind of dumb that storyline. We all go with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, but... But, um... Re- like not just WWE, but wrestling in general. Like there's like been times like where it's like a given, you know. Like uh, for instance, uh, like any any squash match, you know that whatever the company is is going to to choose to get their guy over versus like the indies, what do you mean? like the indie guys. That one's way different. Um, I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at the top ten greatest matches. So I'm gonna read you this story. Number ten is him versus Ronnie Ronnie Piper at Judgment Day 2003. Okay. Um, number nine is with Shawn Michaels versus Canito and Kurt Angle Raw seven four oh five. Number eight is him versus Sean O'Hare as the masked wrestler, Mr. America. Okay. Number seven is with Shawn Michaels versus Davari and Muhammad. Hassan, Backlash 2005. Number six is him versus Kurt Angle. Raw, 8-15-05. Do you remember that match? Him versus Kurt Angle? Uh, yeah. I do. And what were your thoughts on that match? Um... So far, I'm actually kind of surprised that um, whoever is like doing this article is is like picking matches that was way later in his career and yeah. not in prime like the '80s and '90s. Yeah, but even in the '80s and then the yeah, he had he had he had uh, field with uh. Ronnie Piper, he had feuds with uh, Audrey the Child, which was legendary. He had feuds with uh, Macho Man, Warrior, Warrior. Yeah, he had feuds with everybody. So, yeah, uh, like Lex. He had a feud uh, with Lex. Yeah. He had a feud with um, 
had a feud pro- with. The- they probably had a feud with Kevin Nash and Scott Hall like before joining forces with them. I don't think he did. Well, like you said, that he he probably had uh, he had feuds like with everybody. So I'm sure that Hogan and and Taker cross paths. Oh yeah, no doubt. Let's see. Undertaker. Let's see. The Undertaker. Yes. Yes, they have fought. They have fought. Uh, Survivor Series 1991. And and that was their like their second like their first pay per view bout in a one on one contest. Yeah. And Undertaker won that and took the world title off of Hogan. So yeah, they have fought several times and fun little fact is that out of the one-on-one fights with uh with the Undertaker, let's see, one, two, three, four. I see two. So there are five fights with um with the Undertaker and Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Two of them was for the like, three of them was for a champ for the championship. And and Hulk Hogan only defeated him one time. Really? Yep. WWF this Tuesday in Texas, December 3rd, 1991, is the only time that Hulk Hogan won against The Undertaker. Really? Yep. I am shot. Actually, all of uh, the fights that Undertaker and Hogan had was actually for the title in a one-on-one contest. I mean, I remember him dropping the belt uh, a couple of times to a couple of people. Uh, Army Warrior was one of them. I think Macho Man was one of them. Oh, like Hogan was one of I mean, uh, uh, Hogan. Yeah, Hogan dropped the belt to Hogan, yes. Yes. Um, he, he, like, obviously, Undertaker was one of them. Yeah. Um, so, I mean... I 
don't know. Um, let me look something up real quick. So, what did you think of his wife? Um, I didn't really have an opinion on her. Really? Yeah. So, according to this, he debuted August 9th, 1977, and then retired January 27th, 2012. Yep, that lines up. So he's been wrestling for a long time. A hot minute, yes. Yes. Um, like I said, he was uh thirty five years to be precise. Yeah. That's a long time. Yes. It was in New Japan. I did not do that. Let me see. It's a continental championship. Well, he, uh, he definitely, um, he definitely wrestled all over the world, Hulk Hogan, and. Yeah. And, um, And nobody, nobody really today can say like anymore. These new guys coming up that they fought Hulk Hogan or had a match with Hulk Hogan. I mean, Hulk Hogan in his prime versus uh, John Cena—that would be a hell of a show or a hell of a match. Yeah. But uh, even if uh, Hogan wasn't in his prime, let's say if it was like 2012 Hogan, yeah, John Cena would still do everything that he can to uh, like to take care of Hogan. Yeah, I mean I don't like. Like John Cena, whatsoever, but but um, he definitely would be a good pick uh, to fight Hulk Hogan. So here's a fact: on June on March twenty seventh, nineteen eighty five, uh, just prior to his inaugural WrestleMania, Richard Bowser requested that. On his cable TV talk show, Hot Properties, that Hogan demonstrated one of his signature wrestling moves. After constantly refusing to be aimed on by Belcher, Hogan put Belcher in a modified guillotine choke, which caused Belcher to pass out. When Hogan released him, Belcher hit his head on the floor. Sustained a laceration to his scalp that required a brief hospitalization. Belcher sued Hogan for five million dollars and they were sold out of court. On October twentieth, twenty two thousand six, 
and the Bubba the Love Sponge show. It was claimed with Hogan in the studio that the seventh total five million, half from Hogan and half from Vince McMahon during his uh during his June twenty third, twenty two thousand eight appearance on Sirius Satellite Radio, the Howard Stern show, Belter suggested that the real settlement was actually four hundred thousand dollars. Huh. Um, interesting. Here's another interesting thing. Um, in 1994, Hogan, having received immunity from prosecution, testified in the trial of Vincent Man related to shipments of steroids received by both parties from WWF physician George T. Sorian under oath, Hogan admitted that he had used antibiotic steroids since 1976 to gain size and weight, but the man, but that the man had either sold him the drugs or ordered him to take them. The evidence given by Hogan proved extremely costly to the government's case against McMahon. Due to this, and jurisdiction issues, judicial issues, the man was found not guilty. Which I'm actually kind of surprised because during that time, steroids was a huge, huge, huge problem in that industry. Oh, it's still in. And, and, uh, it's not as prevalent, prevalent as like back then, though. Not, I'm like I'm not like I am convinced that a lot more people in in the wrestling business yeah. don't take steroids now, like oh. versus say the eighties. I I I sent you a video earlier, and I I don't know if you watched it or not. But Probably said, not. But it said, if you ever notice, like, people acne on people's back, it means they're on steroids. Oh, 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 yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. Like, like Jenna Mahal, like, I knew Jenna Mahal was, was on, on, uh, steroids. Because, uh. Because in such a short time, I think, what was it? Like, in less than a month, like, you know, like, in less than, like, a like couple weeks or something, he went from having, like, a gut to, like, a six-pack abs. Yeah. Pretty much. It didn't, it didn't have, like, that just doesn't happen that quickly. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, um, it, it still is a problem today, but it's, it's not as prevalent as it was in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, look at guys like Hulk Hogan and, 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 uh, freaking Ultimate Warrior. They were, they looked like they were taking steroids. 
Dude, I bet almost all like the the guys in WWF like took steroids. Oh, no doubt. Probably almost all of them. I probably say like the only ones that probably didn't. I probably would say Yokozuna, um, Ted DiBiase, and Andre the Giant. Yeah. Given like how their like bodies like were like and stuff like that. It's mostly Andre. Oh my god. His drinking is legendary. Yeah, so given uh I'm on the fence with like with Roddy though. I don't know if Roddy at the time took steroids. Well the point is because of Hulk Hogan, Vince McMahon is found not guilty. So but yeah. yeah, um Hulk Hogan he he remains to this day as like one of the biggest uh names in the wrestling business and WWE definitely would not be where they are today without Hulk Hogan. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um uh, and he's like here's a fun fact. Because I, I looked it up, so you don't need to. Uh, right. Do you know what was the highest uh, attendance that Hulk Hogan performed in? Nope. WrestleMania three, Pontiac Silverdome, Michigan. Really? He like, bought in front of 93,173 people. I'm shocked. I'm honestly shocked. Considering the card, I'm not. Because, because, um, what was the main event of WrestleMania 3? Hulk Hogan versus Andre. Bingo. And what happened at WrestleMania 3? Hulk Hogan defeated Andre the Giant. But more specifically, Hulk Hogan lifted Andre the Giant and slammed him. Yeah. And and um that that was something that that everybody wanted to see Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan because they knew that was going to be a once in a lifetime opportunity. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion that they did not disappoint. Oh, oh he did it. They have not disappointed. No, 
Good night. Yep. Sorry about that, but uh, but yeah, um, we got a uh, yeah Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant fought each other so many times. Yep. And and uh, their their last match against each other was actually July 31st, 1988. That was the last match that they fought. Well, was it it was called WWF WrestleFest 88. Ah, okay. Um, and it was not a pay-per-view. Ah, okay. And it was a steel cage match. Like that was the main event. Ah. So. Um. What else do you think about Hulk Hogan? Um. I mean, what can we say about Hulk Hogan? Was he was legend. He made it. If it wasn't for Hulk Hogan, there would be no WWE or WWF. Yes, definitely not. And I would also say, without Hulk Hogan, WCW probably would not even come close to competing with with uh, WWF during the Monday Night Wars. Exactly. He, the, he, and even Eric Bischoff, I like, said that. He he needed Hulk Hogan because Hulk Hogan at the time was the biggest name in wrestling and still is. Yeah. But at the time, he was like the biggest name. Everybody wanted a piece of him. And and Hulk Hogan really changed the tides in favor of WCW for so long. If it wasn't for Hulk Hogan from the NWO, uh, WCW, I think, might have run out of business way earlier than it did. Yes. For sure. Yeah. So, we're going to end it there, folks. Yep. I hope this was informative. I hope you liked the podcast. And as always, as I end it with every show, stay awesome. Stay awesome. Bye.